Let's talk about cap rates today and what that means is capitalization rate. Let's define it. All that is is the net operating income of a property divided by what you're going to pay for it. So what makes up a, a net operating income, an NOI? All that is is gross scheduled income, GSI, which is the income you expect for the year, real rents, not projected, and you take away a vacancy rate that you know is pretty spot on because you researched it or your professional did. Then from that figure, and by the way, when you take away vacancies and the vacancy rate from a gross scheduled income for the year, what's left is what's called gross operating income, GOI. Most people don't even know that exists. Most pros don't know that exists unless they've really been educated and trained in our old school. What, after, what comes after that is all the operating expenses are then subtracted and you end up with a smoke-cleared net operating income. Now, that doesn't take into account any loan payments you might have. All right, So don't get sucked in by that. A loan payment is not an operating expense. It's what we call debt service. So a payment is debt service. You're servicing that loan. So let's take a property that is uh, selling for $100,000. And the income from that property is $17,000 for the year. And you look at vacancy rates, and you look at all the operating income, and you say, you know what? We're going to have a $10,000 net operating income for the year. You say, that will give us a 10% capitalization rate. Because remember, you're taking that net operating income, 10000 in this case, you're dividing it by the purchase price, 100000 and you get 10%. If you don't get a percentage, you divided the wrong numbers. I know because I've seen me do it. So here's the thing. Arriving at a cap rate is easy. Arriving at a, an accurate cap rate isn't so easy. And here's the problem. Sellers all over the country will put their, their rental properties for sale, sometimes by owner. Sometimes they hire, you know, Larry from their local real estate brokerage that sold their house for them. And they think, that he knows about investment property because he once bought a duplex, you know, back in 89. So what they do is they, they put an operating statement that says, you know, yeah, we've, we've got $17,000 uh, of gross rents, and we know this because here's the leases. Well, okay, so far so good. But when it gets to vacancies, they say that this neighborhood is so good that there are almost no vacancies. Well, you can't accept that. Even if it's true, you can't accept that. My rule is, and I, when I used to teach analysis to other pros, is, is that you just choose 5% when you know it's 5% vacancy rate or anything less, including almost zero. Use 5%. 
Nobody's ever upset when it's less. So here's the deal. You've taken away your, your vacancy rate. Now you're going down all the line items of the various operating expenses that apply to this property. Well, one of the big ones is real estate taxes. That's easy to get right down to the dollar. You just research it. There it is. The guy shows you his tax bills. If you know that they're going to be reassessed upon sale, you know the formula they're using. It's usually very transparent uh, at, the, at the city hall, and you take care of it. Then you have property insurance. Well, how hard is that to find out about? You talk to the, the farmer's insurance or whoever you do business with, and you, and you get a bid, and you compare it to the other guy, and you take the one you like. Then you have repairs, you have maintenance, you have property management if you're going to use that. You look at all those things and you add them all up. You combine them with the vacancy rate figure. Okay? What if the vacancy rate is 10%? That just means that your $17,000 uh, a year scheduled rent is going to inflict $1,700 lost due to vacancy. And if it's a 5% vacancy rate, it means you're going to lose 850 and none of this is rocket science, right? The key is you either want your professional or yourself to be putting their own boots down on the ground to find out what the rent should be versus what they are. Are they too low to the market? Are you projecting rents that you'll never get? Where is your vacancy factor? Are you just doing an automatic 5%? Or if things changed in the last 18 months, they've really been six. That's going to come out in the wash, whether you like it or not. Here's what you want to take away from this. Numbers are never more reliable than how accurately researched they are. And that's the thing about rents and vacancy factors and operating expenses, is there's just no excuse not to be very close on most and exact on some. You want a cap rate that when you say it out loud, people don't laugh. Because that's what's going to happen when you see somebody who hired a house agent who says, well, I see it's $17,000. Uh, the real estate taxes on this property are going to run you around $1,500. And you're going to have, give or take, about, uh, oh, I don't know, $1,000 a year for insurance, well, that's $2,500 and another $500 for repairs and maintenance, or your net operating income is going to be $14,000. No, it's not. We both know, because we put our boots on the ground, it's going to be $10,000. You're going to get a $4,000 surprise if you believe somebody besides your own self and, and your own lion eyes or the professional you hired and his lion eyes. Be correct on the numbers. Otherwise, the cap rate is nothing but a bad joke.